Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dermot and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Right, so all this month on Mind Yourself Now, we've had great fun focusing on parenting. We spoke about fertility with Mary McAuliffe. We looked at sleep with Kelly from Sleepy Stars. Weaning with Caroline O'Connor from Solid Start. And now as schools go back and little feet take their first steps into the big hall, we're joined by Aoife Lee from Parent Support with some tips on how to manage that separation anxiety that can emerge. How are you, Aoife? Good morning. Now, our mammies were very upset this morning when we came into work. Um, they were Bye. waving at us at the gate. Be then good now. Dave wouldn't come into the studio. He was through a tantrum, was rolling around in the carpet. I just forgot my special lunchbox and then it was in the car and I got it and then I could come in. Were you fighting over what you're having in your lunchbox this morning? Yes, I wanted jam sandwiches, but I got banana. <laughs> Sick. Oh, ideal. Um, everybody hated banana sandwiches. Oh, just yeah. go brown too quickly. Yes. Uh, but look, there are lots of small children uh, either starting or heading back to school uh, this week and over the coming days. For some, there will be tears and a reluctance to leave mammy or daddy or whoever at home. So what can we do? Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to have a little insight into maybe what it's all about because sometimes we worry so much that our kids just won't cope without us. So in, in a way, it's you know, that kind of expression or the tears or the upset or the reluctance to separate is a really normal part of a child's development. Mm. And from that perspective, it's looking at, you know, again, what we can do to, to help our kids. Like, really, we're coming to the end of the summer. Some families would be like hip hip hooray. And then again, it's that big transition of starting or, or going back to school. Um, the kids have been with us for a lot of the summer, whether you manage to get away on holidays or not. So that attachment's going to be stronger than ever. So when kids start to get that sense of, OK, things are changing up, they do get upset. And that's where kind of we come in. So even if we're not maybe going to diagnose it as separation anxiety, it is still upsetting the norm. The norm for the last two months or whatever, as you said, has been, you know, mammy or daddy is there. My brothers and sisters are here. I'm at home all the time. Yeah, sure, I did that camp, I did this camp, I went to this play date, hung out with them. Yeah. But ultimately, there's no going to school. So then all of a sudden, that norm gets turned on its head again. Yeah, and uh, obviously school is kind of like non-negotiable. Yeah. So, and it is an exciting time, but like our youngest lad starting primary school now tomorrow, a big day for us all, the last one in the house. But I can, I, I've seen over the weekend that he is kind of working himself up a little bit. Yeah. Although he's saying he's very excited, it's starting to come out in different behaviours. Mm. But, you know, a child that gets upset when they're separated from us, whatever way we look at it. It's not a sign of insecurity, but mm. quite um, a secure, attached child. All kids will fret. And the reality is, we as the parents, the adults, the carers, we regulate those strong emotions because our kids have difficulty self-regulating. So when they're upset, when they're wound up, when they're angry, frustrated, when they fall and when you know, they're struggling a bit. We're kind of there on hand to make it better. So when we are leaving the scenario situations like, hold on a second, <laughs> what am I going to do without you? Mm. So that's where we have to be confident in their ability to cope without yes. us. Okay, well, give us some things that we can do to start, you know, getting ready for this return to school. Yeah, like, again, everyone knows their own kids best. So even in preparation... Like and like that could be even for the first few days, the first few weeks, where some kids will still struggle with that. Try and set up a couple of outings where you're visiting family, visiting a pal, where you can leave them for a short period of time, 
tell them when they're going to be back and be back at that time. Okay. So it gives them an idea and a feeling of that separation. Um, and, and like that, they're going into a potential new class, new teacher, new environment. It is going to get the heart racing a little bit. Chat through about what the first morning will look like. What's the plan of action for the morning time? How the morning routine will work? Because kids love to know a plan and they really thrive on routine. It's a bit older now, but my eldest fellow is starting secondary school. Yeah. Uh, he had a, one day last week. Today is the first proper day. Yeah. But I definitely found over the last couple of weeks that talking him through, and he really wanted to ask all these questions of, Brilliant, well, yeah. what what is this going to be like? What happens at this time? And here's your timetable and this is the class. And, you know, even when he found out late last week, who was in his class and the, the ones that he knew and the ones that he didn't know. But yeah. that, that knowledge base really helps a kid. Yeah, it gets their heads round what's kind of what to expect. And one thing, I'm sure kind of Dermot, you'd be familiar with the whole anxiety thing and meditation. A little bit of anxiety is actually okay. It yeah. kind of keeps us on our toes and gets us through the more challenging times. But particularly for older kids, it's great that they're able to chat and, and articulate and, and ask the questions, as do the younger kids. But I suppose we must underestimate their ability to manage without mm. us and us trusting the teachers, trusting the school system. Because I'd say there's a lot of teachers listening who are like, do you know what, Aoife, <laughs> it's not the kids. It's the mammies who won't let the child go and wants to follow them into the classroom and sit on top of the desk with I them. Know, I know. Um, you know, or, the, or, kid, or, the child is fine. Or people at the door uh, at the window with a little wave in the corner and sets the child off again yeah yeah it's hard to let go look I mean natural instincts with family are you know you, you, you want to protect them and there is literally a sense of letting go and it is avoiding those long goodbyes as much as we want to, you know, potentially wrap them in cotton wool and just make sure they're okay and I won't leave until they stop crying. They may never stop crying in that moment. So really don't hang on um, a couple of minutes, not even a kiss and a hug or whatever and, works, a bit of comfort. The examples you gave of going, you know, where, you know, you might go on a play date and you might leave and come back or yeah. you might go to the relations, leave and come back. Most kids, not all kids, but most kids have gone to either creche or Montessori, or some kind of thing, situation, even a party, a birthday party, where yeah. you've dropped them and you've collected them. You know, yeah. So we do, as parents, I think, go project the importance of big school or first class or yeah. six, or even now, as I said, my eldest fellow going to yeah. sexual. Like, he's gone to school so many hundreds and thousands of times already. It's just a different building and different rules, and sure. But, like, I know he's going to cope really well. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's that part of it that, like I said, all kids... Uh, at some point or other, will fret. It doesn't mean that they're going to come out the other side absolutely fine. Um, and, and even when it, you'll probably find, you know, when they've done their first day, uh, you know, they'll have said, look, I was grand. Yeah. I was okay. And it's just the not knowing what to expect. Once then the kids, young and old, have a sense of what's happening even in the school setup. They're like grand and they'll subsequently attach to the adults that are caring from, whether it is the teachers, the SNAs, the principals, yeah. all of that, you know. You had a couple of book recommendations if people want to know more about this kind of topic. Yeah, so when it comes to, again, more the kind of separation anxiety bit, The Kissing Hand by Audrey Hand is one and The Invisible String by Patrice Karst. And then for our older primary school kids, um, and I've mentioned on the show before but what to do when we worry too much by Don Hubner great self-help book for kids between 12, um, 6 and 12 years of age that mm. the adults do with the kids and it essentially says you know what yeah we have worries but the more we feed into them the more they'll grow so mm. it's what we can do to help and um, I always encourage then you know meditation but it's always kind of good as well so. always yeah. helps and best of luck to you
see your youngest starting yeah. off at school. So yes. exciting. Yeah, good on Jamie. Getting them all out of the house. Eva <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lee from Parent Support. Thank you so much for coming in. You can get Eva on Instagram at Parent Support and parentsupport.ie. Thanks as always. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.